0: So, um, I didn't watch all of Dynamite tonight, or last night, but I did watch Blood and Guts. That's probably what anybody's going to be watching, outside of a few other things they might go back and watch. Uh, but I thought Blood and Guts, 2023, between the Golden Elite and the BCC, the Blackpool Combat Club, was good. That that was really good. Um... Of course, it was violent. You're going to expect that, but I don't think anybody expected it to be as violent as it got. Um, excuse me. At times. Um, so anyway, the the match starts out because it's basically war games. It's under a different name, more hardcore style. You know, it starts out with um, you know Kenny Omega and Claudio Castagnoli uh, starting out with each other, and it's just a regular back and forth. You know, the fans of chanting, "Use the other ring." Claudio teases he's going to do it, but he does, But then he doesn't. It just gives a knee to Kenny and stuff. And then the uh, timer goes off after five minutes, and out comes Pac. Out comes Pac. And you can already tell, even when they did the picture-in-picture, and I'll get into that in a moment, uh, that there was going to be a little dissension. Like, something is not clicking between Pac and Claudio. Uh, but anyway, they have the advantage for a bit, and then out comes Hangman Adam Page, and both him and Kenny start taking advantage as well uh, against Claudio and, and Pac. And they kind of show why, and they kind of, you know, harken back to their tag team, you know, run as, you know, tag team champions. And then after that, out comes um, John um, Moxley, you know, for the BCC. And this is when things get really crazy because the moment he enters that, uh, you know, that cage, he starts stabbing in the forehead, uh, hangman on a page with a screwdriver. And then he does it over and then he pulls out a fork and starts jamming it on Kenny, starts jamming it into Kenny's head. And then he goes back over to Ome- uh, page and tries to jam the fork into the page's stomach. Then he hands a fork off to Claudio, and they have the advantage for a little bit. Then out comes I think Nick Jackson; he's the next one out, and he kind of um, you know gets the jump on uh, Moxley because what Moxley does before Nick comes out is he goes underneath the ring and brings out a bucket. And you're thinking, what's he got this white bucket for, right? And what he does is he dumps it out, and we see it's shards of glass—just shards of a variety shard of glass. You know, just bits and pieces here and there. Um, anyway, you know, like I said, Nick comes out, and he hits a missile dropkick on Moxley, who lands in the glass, but thankfully he has his vest on and his shirt on, so he's protected a, a little bit from the glass. But then he ends up putting uh, Nick into the glass as a receipt. So basically they go back and forth, then out comes Will Yuta. Will Yuta comes out next. And he hel- he brings out a chair and he's help- he's helping him get the advantage and stuff. Then out comes Matt Jackson who helps them even up the score again and all that. And then out comes Kish- then out comes Tekesta, you know, and K- K- uh, or out comes Takesta. I'll put it that way. Out comes Takeshita, and you know with Don Callis who goes on to commentary because that's what he used to do with Kenny. Now he's doing it with uh, Takesta. Uh, and he helps him get the advantage a little bit um, as well. And as well, he's helping him get the advantage. You know, Moxley goes to the outside and you know on the other side of the ring because you know two rings, you know, war games and all that. He goes to the other side of the ring, uh, goes to the out, goes underneath the other side of the ring. Uh, uh, okay, let me go He goes to the uh, outside on the other on the second ring. You know, goes under the second ring. And he pulls out because you okay here's the thing, you we've seen we've seen Moxie use bob wire, we've seen him use skewer, skewers in this kind of match because he's been in this match I think, you know once before twice before something like that, but we've seen him use bob wire skewers, glass of course, now screwdrivers, forks we've seen all that right. What he brings out, you know, it's gotten everybody talking. Because what he brings out from the underneath the second ring is a better nails and it don't matter whether or not you you know you've sharpened those down or sharp, kind of rounded those out sharpened around it you know because nails regularly they, they the points they hurt they hurt there's no doubt they hurt and how do I know as a little kid you know it's always stuck to me when we when my grandparents one time, I think I was like 11, 10 something years old. I don't remember. And I'm on this little tree to look over a, a, a fence because my grandma used to have this fence in between her backyard and what we called the orchard, uh, backyard for the neighbors, you know, on the other side, you know, on the other side of Thomas Avenue, uh, in Hayward, California. So anyway, I'm looking up, and I didn't even notice it. Didn't even register with me at first, and I stuck my hand. Into a little bit of a nail, and I'm like, "What?" And I pull it out, and it, it, thankfully it didn't go all the way. It's just like the tip went a bit, and then I pulled it out. And you know, of course, I think I got looked at or something. I got my I got a bandaid on it or something like that. But I stuck it on there. And I was like, I pulled it out. I was like, "Huh?" He's like again, didn't register to me because I was more interested what was going on uh, uh, um, on the other side of the fence. Anyway. You know, nails nails are sharp, no doubt. They are very, very sharp. Um, Anyway, anyway, um, basically, Moxie brings out this bed of nails, which obviously have been roundly sharpened. And what I mean by rounded, in other words, they're still pointy, and they still can hurt if you land on them, but they're not going to puncture as worse, you know, or as badly as regular nails would. So, yeah, he brings out a bed of nails, sets it in the corner, you know, tries to throw Omega into it. Omega blocks it, but then Moxie kind of, like, I guess you could say, I guess you could put it, uh, if you go back and watch the match, he basically, I think, kicks him into it. Like, he kind of pushes him, you know, with his feet, you know, back first into it you know that. And then he kind of, and then him and I think Claudio whip him into it, or him and Takeshita rip him into it. And then he puts the bed of nails down. He lies the bed of nails down, and then he slams. Uh, Omega into it, but then as this is happening, out comes Kota Ibushi. Out comes Kota Ibushi, making his AEW debut, and basically Will yuta goes up to attack him. Goes up to gets out of the cage, goes to up the ramp to attack him. Bushi just knocks him down. Just knocks him down. He gets in the ring, kind of takes his time, kind of you know playing to the crowd, you know not really or not really in a hurry. But when he gets in there, he just takes his right hand and boom. Knocks down both of the members of the BCC, and he's standing in one in the first ring, and he's looking across to the second ring, where uh, Moxley is standing on Omega's hand, who he has jammed between his foot and the bed of nails, and basically, you know, Moxley gives him the double deuce, if you know what I mean, and this gets oh, Ibushi to it gets Ibushi to get into the second ring, and basically, uh, start beating down on um, on Moxley. To the point that as he's kicking him, he kicks him right. He kicks him back first into the bed of nails, and then he ends up doing a movesault on Moxley, who's still lying on the bed of nails. And it looks like you know uh, Ibushi kind of caught himself a little bit on the nails. But pretty much when Ibushi got in there, that's when it. That's when the ga- uh, the match officially began because it's you know like any war games match, it's submit a submissions except for WWE where they had pinfalls uh, instead. And while this is going on Yuta and I think it's Matt Jackson you know, go up to the top of the cage and they're fighting up there. Matt hits a couple of northern lights uh, suplexes on and Wheeler who takes the fourth one turns it into a DDT because if he hadn't he was going to go right off that cage and everything be like the third or fourth person to do that uh, in the history of this uh, variation of the war games um, and instead he, after he DDTs Matt, he gets out, he just climbs down. He's like, screw this shit. You know, I'm going I'm going back down, get back in the cage. And when he gets back down and everything, it looks like the BCC's getting the advantage. But then Matt, before he gets back down, has this bag. Obviously, he had this bag up there. We didn't know what it was. And as soon as he opens it, he goes over to where the second uh, ring is and he dumps, you know, right. He, Basically dumps out and rains down, you know from this bag a lot of thumbtacks and he's doing this He's doing this well. It looks like it's um, uh, Nick and Paige who are about to get I guess double power drive or you know or something some kind of you know Double power bomb on um, power driver by Claudio and Pac and what happens is they get distracted by All these thumbtacks raining down to the point that they get back flipped right into them And Pac took most of it. Pac took most of it. Um, Anyway, you know, the match is going back and forth, even towards the end. And it looks like the BCC is on the verge of winning because they've taken – they've basically locked all of the the Golden Elite into submissions, but just enough to where they don't give up. They let them go, but it's enough to wear them down and basically single out Kenny Omega. And it's like they're going to take Kenny out, right? So they whip Kenny into one corner of the first ring. And it looks like they're going to take turns you know, just beating the hell out of him, just running into him with the moves, or the corner moves. And, you know, when it comes, and then, so after Takeshita does his move, and then um, I think Pac does his, is uh, basically Kenny then uses Pac as a shield, and Claudio ends up nailing Pac with a European uppercut, and then that's enough to pretty much cause Pac to be, you know, uh, get upset and angry and basically say, screw you guys, I'm out of here. Gives them the double bird, if you know what I mean. Then gets out of the ring, gets under the ring, grabs a pair of bolt cutters, opens the cage, because it got locked up now, because, the you know, the war game, the Blood and guts officially began, opens the cage and walks out. He literally walks out of the match and everything. And basically, this is when the BCCs uh, start, the BCCs, Chances of winning start going downhill because then Don Callis notices, oh, crap, this is not good. This is not going the way we were hoping for. So what does he do? He gets off of commentary, goes down, and basically signals to, to Keshta, yeah, get out get out of there. Get out of there where you can. Save yourself. And he just basically left the BCC to the wolves. He left them to the wolves to where they grabbed a shoe with many nails on it, jammed Will Yuta's face into it, Handcuffed Moxley to the first ring, made sure, and I think they did the same with Claudio and everything. And then, after they shove Yuda's face into the uh, shoe covered, into the nails on the bottom of the shoe, the mini nails on, top, on the bottom of the shoe, they end up wrapping a chain around his neck in between the cage and the ropes of the second ring. And Moxley, you know, because Yuda is passing out, he's getting choked out, he's getting passed out. And Moxie, who's like in the middle, is in, in that middle truss between both rings because he's handcuffed, says, we give up. We're done. We're done. Because he's saving Yuta. He's saving Will Yuta from permanent damage. And then that's how the match ends. And to me, what this does, you know, kind of do from a multi-layer perspective is it does set up the possibility that right now, Claudio doesn't know whose opponent's going to be at Death Before Dishonor. It was supposed to be Kingston, and it was supposed to be Briscoe, but due to a commitment in Japan and an injury, now we don't. Now he's got to find somebody else, and it looks like it's going to be Pac that might be his opponent. And Moxley giving up to save Yuta, uh, that's going to be interesting. Where that goes, with the this causes Moxley to be CC to turn on Yuta because he's always been the weak link, or it just means maybe, you know, uh, Moxley uh, turn. They go after Don Callis because Don Callis you know, ask for Takeshita to come and leave the match. And he was like the last, you know, (laughs) visage of hope they needed. I don't know. Uh, But it's going to be interesting where they go from here. And they are definitely building to Omega and Takeshita, uh, possibly at All In. And uh, I'm thinking after that, we're probably going to get Omega and Callus if the stipulation is Omega, that if Omega wins that match, he gets Callus at All Out. But we'll see. But I thought it was good. And uh, that's all I really want to say on it. Give me your thoughts, guys. What did you think of uh, Blood and Gets 2023? And I am out.